Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Food Heals Podcast, episode 256. The thing that I think some people get confused on is that there's Eastern and Western. I'll define Eastern as the mental, emotional, spiritual. I'll define Western as the science, the technology, the drugs, all that stuff. There's $7 trillion of research on the West. There's 7,000 years of experience on the East. Mm. Do both. Yeah. Do both. Don't, don't do one. You have these two. Why are you throwing away one half of the plate? Why are you going to the buffet and just going to one side of it? And in a cancer, it's so important to do both. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately. All right, welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. Today, we're chatting with board-certified cancer specialist, Dr. Roy Vongtama. You may remember his incredible interview from last week. If you haven't heard that, Go ahead and go back and listen to that one first before we get to today's because today is part two and it's more of a Q&A. So you'll want to know what we're referring to from part one. 
But first, Food Heals Nation, I've got some great events coming up, and you are invited. Calling all Food Heals moms in LA, you're invited to the Femme Dinner. It will be celebrating moms on May 8th. The evening will be co-hosted by LA's own Britta Bushnell. She's the author of Transformed by Birth. A three-course meal and wine pairing will be served by one of the founders' companies, Clean LA, K-L-E-A-N-L-A, at a private Venice residence. All the featured wines are organic, vegan, and created by women, some of whom who have been on this podcast. The evening will be filled with meditation, conversation, and love. The event will reach capacity, so email me at info at foodhealsnation.com to join us. Then, to all my Food Heals listeners in France or my filmmaking friends going to Cannes, I'll be at the Cannes Film Festival speaking on the Global Film Showcase panel. It will be May 20th, 2 to 4 p.m. at the Russian Pavilion. And my short doc, it's 30 minutes, it's called Powered by Plants. It's the prequel to Food Heals. It will be showing at the French Riviera Festival during Cannes this year. I'm so excited about that. I put all my time and effort into it over the past month to get it done. Grab your tickets at FrenchRivieraFestival.com. And there's more. I will be speaking at Growth Movement Live May 30th to June 1st in Reading, Pennsylvania, along with some of your favorite podcast guests who have been on this show, like Adam Shibley, Danielle Mercurio, Rob Dion. It's hosted by Justin Shank. He's a friend of Food Heals and host of the Growth Now Movement podcast. This event is dedicated to leveling up in all areas of your life with some of the world's top performers in business, health, and relationships. Get your tickets at GNM Live. And you know, Food Heals Nation, we're going to Italy, June 15th to 22nd. I have two spots left. Come with us to swim, hike, shop, relax, drink wine, and infinity pool all day with me while we eat all the vegan things with Leslie Dorso and myself. All the info is at foodhealsnation.com. Just click on Italy. Last but not least, meet me at Podcast Movement, August 13th to 16th in sunny Orlando, Florida. It's the largest gathering of podcasters. It's a great place to meet your favorite podcasters, network, and learn how to be a voice for the voiceless. Speak up for what you believe in. Create, market, and monetize your brand through the power of podcasting. Use the coupon code FOODHEALS and you'll get $50 off your ticket at podcastmovement.com. All right, so email me, tell me which events I'm going to see you at in 2019, and stay tuned until the end of this episode where I'm going to be playing you some amazing clips from our upcoming two-part episode on healing cancer naturally. Next up, part two of our interview with Dr. V. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. For anyone who doesn't know, I want to quickly introduce you, and you have a very long bio and you've done so many things. So if I skip over anything, feel free sure, to go for correct it. us. But I know that you've done 7,000 hours or more silent meditation. You've <laughs> led hundreds of group meditations. You give private talks, private coaching for people. And your new book is called Healing Before You're Cured. Beautiful title, Food Heals Nation. So welcome, Dr. Fontama. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So we just did an amazing podcast episode, Food Heals Nation. I could not be more excited about it. But today we wanted to answer some of your most pressing questions about how to heal yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And Dr. V really specializes in cancer prevention and reversal. So Dr. V gives a little background before we jump into questions. Sure. So everything she said, everything she said is true. I also done a lot of meditation. I'm an MD. I trained at University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia, then University of Buffalo for my MD. 
Then I did my training for cancer at UCLA. I've studied a lot of emotional work through the acting profession for a long time. And then I've done meditation. I grew up as a Buddhist, but I also now practice kind of a more of a yogic meditation style and mental stuff. I've done a lot of training at Penn. I did research on depression and cognitive behavioral therapy, which is taking your thoughts and having them influence your biology, basically. So I take all of that and put it into one system and I call it the houses of health. It's all evidence-based, meaning that I don't make things up, you know, it comes from research. (laughs) That way, you know, you can follow it, even though intuitively, you know, it's true anyway, but that also helps like, oh, someone's looked at this, you know? So that that's basically what I'm here for. Yeah, and I love that. And what I told Dr. V at the beginning when we were recording an episode before we went live on Instagram was that I wish that a doctor like him had been around to educate me and my family when we were going through our biggest trauma of my life, which was losing both of my parents to cancer. And so I'm just so happy and so excited that Dr. V is here to spread the knowledge and awareness to people that you can heal your body, you can heal yourself, you can prevent and reverse chronic disease. And today we just have some questions that we didn't get to on the first podcast episode. So we thought that we would get to now in an Instagram live and episode two of your Food Heals podcast. Okay. So how do we know if we have physical, emotional, spiritual, mental issues that we need to deal with? That's a really good question. I mean, well, first you can look at your present life, you know, you can see how <laughs> things are going. If if they're not going that well in a physical, mental, emotional, spiritual way, you know, you have stuff to look at. But some people, you know, it's hard to know. So in my book, there's 10 questions you can go through, especially on the emotional house, which is a big part of what I like people to focus on. There's 10 questions in the book. You can go through those questions, and um, by answering them, you're going to really find out if you have an issue. And then there's a system in which to go through and how to deal with it. And we talked some of that in the podcast last week about doing burn pages was one, journaling is another. We talked about how do I feel, an exercise, a game in the book. I have games in the book that you can go through. And these things immediately produce a result. I'm not into things that don't work. You right. know? I'm not into things that don't affect you right now, so... It's really important to have that. For me, experience. I need things to be experiential. That's one way you look, going to the book and doing the handbook and trying to find these things. But you can look at your life. If you've been, if you had six divorces, you know, you've got some emotional stuff to work on. If, if, if everything that happens to you, you're a victim, you know, you've got some mental stuff to work on. If you can't sit still at all and you're constantly anxious and you have no peace, or calmness, then you know you have some stuff in the spiritual house to look at. And if you know if you're eating a McDonald's every day, obviously you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So uh, the physical one's the easiest one, you know. Yeah, and I told you about my journey and how I discovered the food first, which was absolutely transformational. But then I discovered the emotional and spiritual and mental aspects of healing. It was a gateway drug. Gateway drug. Yes. A good one. A very good one, much better than other gateway drugs. (laughs) But I want to talk about something that all of us suffer from, which is chronic stress. Mm. You know, we're driving, we have cell phones, we've got demands from our bosses, our families, our friends, our everyone is demanding something of us at all times. So we're dealing with an epidemic of chronic stress and chronic stress can obviously lead to debilitating chronic diseases as well if not taken care of. Okay. So you just said a word. I was waiting for you to say the word, my favorite word, word? disease, because the answer for disease is in the word. 
Dis. Ease. ease. Okay. <laughs> it dis the state of not having ease. Yeah. That's literally what the word is. Disease is the state of not having ease. So how do you get out of this chronic stress state into a state of ease? It's really simple. It all registers in your body. You don't have to be a brain surgeon. You don't have to do anything. What you have to do is just, you have to find, you can't relax. Okay. Yeah. It's, but you can't because I've told you, hey, Allie, relax. Okay. You know, you just, you freak I don't out. Know you, know, you know what to do, right? <laughs> you start like, well, what am I supposed to do? I'll tell you, I'll tell you. We're going to do it in one breath. Okay. 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 You just did it. I'm okay? ready. So, oh, I took my one breath to you, get ready for the one you, breath. You, you're, you're doing a second breath. You're, you're taking, okay. So, this is it. All you do is you inhale, tense your body completely, and then double exhale. <sighs> I feel better already. We do it. Let's do it again. Another okay. breath. Okay. <sighs> one more time. Let's do it again. Okay. Okay, so how do you feel? Chill. Okay, so you're chill. That's AKA calm. So what, what happened is you don't know how to relax, but you know how to tense. Your body automatically will react to the tension by relaxing. Mm. So the more you tense and let go, the more you will relax. If you're really good, you can do it in one breath. If you just started and you need to really relax, you can do it in three or four or five or six, whatever. Yeah. So simple. It's free. It's easy. I love free and easy techniques. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing with stress. The second thing, and it's another, we're going to do it right now. I'm going to do it with you. Okay. okay. This is simple. So do you know what part of the brain causes fight or flight? That feeling of stress where epinephrine is released? No, I just know my adrenals are somehow involved. Yes. Okay. So in your brain, it's the limbic system. It's the amygdala. It okay. doesn't matter what it's called, but it's the fight or flight system yes. in your brain. Okay. That's what fires in stress. Okay. Chronic stress is chronic because you're acutely stressed over and over and over. That's right. chronic, but you have to stop it in the acute phase. And this is how you do it. So you said, oh, you said adrenals, right? So the amygdala fires, sends a signal to your adrenal glands to release epinephrine, okay, and norepinephrine in your system, and that causes a physical reaction. That takes about 15, 20 minutes for it to go away, okay? But if you're constantly stimulating your stress system like that, it's going to keep releasing the epinephrine in your body. So you're constantly be shaking. It's going to like a state of coffee. But what we want to do right. is shift you into the other part of your brain. Okay, do it again in a couple breaths. So why don't you just close your eyes, Okay. So I want you to think of the most beautiful thing that you've ever seen. Don't tell me what it is, but you have it, a picture, the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. And I want you to inhale that picture into your brain. I want you to see, inhale and see and feel that picture in your brain and then exhale. Okay. Keep that picture in your brain. Now I want you to smell the most beautiful thing you've ever smelled. It can be a rose. It can be whatever. You have something you smell? Okay, I want you to pretend that's right in front of your nose. Keep the picture in your brain. Inhale that smell in your nose. And then exhale. How do you feel? Relaxed. Okay. Did I just take a nap? Yeah. Hey guys, what's up? Yeah. Okay, so what just happened? I definitely went to childhood for the smell because I was um, there were pink flowers that would grow in our yard when I was growing up and they had this like sweet honeysuckle smell. So I went there and then I just felt joy and peace all yes. at once thinking okay. about that. So perfect. So you went to a vision in your mind, a visual that unarguably is beautiful to you. Yeah. Can't be argued with by yourself or by anybody else. And the smell unarguably 
Now, the funny part about those two memories and those two smells is that they're in the cortex, the outer part of your brain. Mm. You cannot focus in two parts of your brain at the same time. So by doing what you did, you shut down the stress response. Ah, okay. So we we take by a technique in two breaths using a visual and a smell to focus your mind into the cortex of your brain. Now, if someone just come and blasted you in your life and yelled at you and you're, you've got this, you're all jittery, you're going to have the epinephrine, norepinephrine running in your body for another 10, 15 minutes, but you're not going to be re-stimulating it. So by changing your mind, you've done that. You've taken your mind out of that deep brain place and moved it into the cortex. And the other thing you did was you changed your mind from thinking stuff about like, I can't believe they did that to me. Right, what a jerk, right. what an ass, blah, 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 blah. You know that, the ch- I call it chaining. It's not the first negative thought. It's the multiple thoughts you put in your mind. Why did you do that? Oh, I, I can't wait till I see her again. I'm going to tell her this thing. I'm gonna blah, 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 blah. You know? So by forcing your mind, you take it out of that part of the cortex and you put it into these two parts that unarguably to your system are beautiful to you and releases endorphins yeah it releases things and you've hyper oxygenated your system by taking two deep breaths now if you pair what we did before the tension and relaxation you can do it in like three breaths though so i'm not into stuff that takes forever you know this is like quick boom quick yeah let's get it done we gotta go we gotta go do the next thing without being sad angry upset anxiety all of the things. right yeah. right and it might take you because again like we talked about this podcast but you have a habit of going not you but people have a habit of going into like a victimized state or a negative mental state yeah. or a negative emotional state what we're doing is rewiring regrooving the mm, brain yeah into a different way so if you have something happen like that boom you go into this other place this positive place your system won't be reacting to that stimuli anymore in the future. If you do it over and over, this pattern. Absolutely. Breathe, see this beautiful thing. Because it will always be beautiful to you. I can't ever yeah. tell you, oh, those flowers, they weren't that pretty. Were they? <laughs> right? It doesn't matter. The other thing is I say, I don't tell anybody. I mean, you, you just did. But generally, I would say like, if for people out there, don't share what that sacred thing is to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want to keep that. And it sounded beautiful what you said. But for the people out there too, is you want to keep that thing for you. It's only for you, and it's your secret weapon. I love that. And yeah, there are some things that we don't need to share with everyone. You know, sometimes when we are on these healthy or weight loss or wellness journeys, people want to sabotage it. And so keeping things to yourself from people who may have a toxic reaction or a negative reaction to the magic that you're creating in your own life, you know, it's great to keep to yourself and only share with people who are in total alignment with what you're doing, whether it's a massive health journey and you're choosing to do something to completely change your health, or you're just choosing to take a moment to think about a meditation or take a breath. Yeah. So we know that your specialization has been for years cancer. Mm -hmm. Both of your parents are doctors. You are now an oncologist. There are so many people, you know, I told you my story about losing both of my parents to cancer. After that, I also dealt with my roommate having breast cancer at 25, my client having breast cancer, one of my producers having breast cancer, another one of our directors dying two years ago of cancer. And I've seen cancer ravage people that I love more times than I care to talk about or admit. And it has been one of the biggest tragedies of my life and the reason that I do what I do because I'm so passionate about telling people like it doesn't have to be this way. You can heal yourself. So if someone right now is listening and they have a loved one diagnosed with cancer or perhaps they've been diagnosed themselves, I know that you cannot give a prescription to every person because everything is different. But what is some general advice that you can give people? Where can we start? 
mm. with a cancer diagnosis. Wow, that's a big, you know, I get this question a lot, so um, I'll try to answer it succinctly. Well, first of all, number one is the thing that I think some people get confused on is that there's Eastern and Western. I'll, I'll define Eastern as the mental, emotional, spiritual. I'll define Western as the science of the, the, the technology, the drugs, all that stuff. There's $7 trillion of research on the West. There's 7,000 years of experience on the East. Mm. Do both. Yeah. Do both. Don't, don't do one. You have these two. Why are you throwing away one half of the plate? Why are you going to the buffet and just going to one side of it? I think there's a misconception that you have to choose one or the other. No, and that's the thing I talk, you know, I call, I call it the beauty of and. Beauty of and and the tyranny of or, okay? So your mind, your mind is or. The mind is binary. It's always a yes or no, black or white, this or that, good or bad. The answer is in the middle. The answer is both. So you want to have that beauty of and. You want to take both. And in a cancer, it's so important to do both because, one, Western medicine generally doesn't promote both. And if you're on the Eastern side, they also they don't promote both. They promote one or the other because that's where their money is and right. that's what they know. But the reality is, the truth is, is in the middle. So the first thing is to get your mind in that place. The second thing that people get freaked out on is, you know, I'll have me in a room with a patient and there'll be 10 family members sitting with me and they're like, Doc, you know, how, you know, is he going to live? And I go, okay, I got news for everybody in this room. Nobody makes it out alive. Right. Okay. <laughs> so let's get rid of that. And something in America is about living forever and you never die. But that's the reality. So take that off the plate. The question is, how do you want this to go? And that's number three is ownership. This is your life. Once you've decided like, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this, then then do it. Don't look back. Do both. So once you get that framework in you of one, you doing both. Two, knowing that you're not going to live forever. Three, taking ownership. You're going to come from a really, really solid place to move forward. And then guess what happens? Things will start to come to you that you need to do for your healing journey. So I know that's not a concrete thing to do, but that is the most important thing to do is to own it. And then to also realize that it's about now. It's not, I'm not going to live forever. But that's fine because yeah. I was never going to live forever, <laughs> you know. I had a patient once who came to me and he goes, you know, lung cancer is the best thing that ever happened to me. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, because you know what? I worked 30 years. I don't know my kids' birthdays. Mm-hmm. And ever since I got cancer, I, like, I just want to see my kids. Ugh. And he's like, can you imagine if I never had cancer? I'm like the CEO of this. I was going to take this another CEO as a bigger job in another country. I wouldn't have known my kids. What a wake-up call. And then he's like, so this is the best thing that ever happened to me. He's like, I don't know how long I have, but, but now my life means something to me, and it never did. So it's like, yeah, it can be a horrible thing, obviously, having cancer, but it also be a good thing. you got to see why it's there. I think reframing is a huge part of my life lessons. And for me, it's like we wouldn't be here talking right now if I hadn't gone through the absolute trauma that I went through because I wouldn't have this passion of health. I wouldn't have this passion to make as many people healthy and happy as I could. Mm. So when you reframe things and you see them from a different light and you realize what's important in life. And for me, it's health, happiness, friends and family and everything else that brings us joy Mm. and not being stuck in things that don't and not being stuck in toxic relationships 
relationships and not being stuck in toxic patterns or depression or anxiety or any of those things. And look, things happen. People cut us off in traffic. Um, People might make a comment that hurts us, but it's how are we dealing with it um, at the end of the day that truly matters. And it truly matters to whether or not we end up the people with chronic debilitating disease or not based on what we're eating and what we're feeling and what we're doing and how we're reacting to the world. Mm. Right? Yeah. All right. So we had a Facebook question recently and I gave my answer, but I would love to have your perspective on this. So what happened to her? Well, what's happening to her is what happened to me. And it is the fact that her dad was recently diagnosed with high blood pressure and all kinds of things. He does not eat well. He is eating, uh, you know, bacon, eggs, and chicken for breakfast and, you know, high cholesterol foods. He is not spiritual. He is not living the healthiest lifestyle. And she did not even find out that he had all of these health problems because he didn't want her to know. And so how can we help people who don't want to hear what we have to say about the holistic perspective of health, changing your diet, changing your Mm. mindset, looking at your emotions? How can we help people that don't want to be helped? Well, I have a mentor from UCLA. His name is Dr. Juilliard. He just passed away, actually. And he he would say this, and it's absolutely true for anybody trying to get someone else to do something, is that we can't treat you without you. Yeah. So in the end, even though your desire is to have someone else change, it's actually not your job. It's not you that has to own the situation. It's you to own your feelings about what's happening. But if you really want to help them, you have to actually, first of all, take yourself out of the equation your needs, your wants, your wishes about that situation and say, dad, what do you want? Mm -hmm. You know, do you want to learn anything about this? Because what happens is, is a lack of the word I'm thinking of is respect because there's a boundary. Yeah. And and when you violate that boundary, the person's going to feel resentment to you because you didn't ask what they needed. You're telling them what they need to do. And if you remember when you're eight, that's the worst thing. And all of us inside are eight or seven. Yeah. So then... If you're trying to blast on your dad about this stuff, then it's not going to work because it's going to push him away. So I would say first thing is take a step back. Ask him, hey, dad, do you want to learn about this? Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing is to, to share how important it's been for you. Yeah, and that, that's very yeah. vulnerable, too. But if you say, you know, this has been so powerful for me, are you willing to hear it? And if they say no, you have to go, OK, yeah. what can I do? Can I do anything? No. OK. OK. And you got to go and you got to cry or whatever you're going to do. But you can't push that situation because there is a free will element. And this is a spiritual thing. There's a free will element that has to be involved in their healing. You know what I mean? And if they're not engaging that free will aspect in their life, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. The hardest thing I ever had to do was accept my father's decision that he didn't believe what I believed. Mm. And so he sat me down and he said, stop making me these garlic shakes that you think are going <laughs> to cure my liver and just know that I don't believe in it. And so if I don't believe it, it's not going to work for me. Yeah. And I had to let him choose to live his way and die his way. Mm. And that was one of the hardest lessons of my life. And I still deal with the repercussions of that. Should I have done more? Like all the things, but no, because now I'm on this global mission to help everyone heal and not deal with what he dealt with and not deal with what I dealt with. It's tough when, you know, I'm sorry to hear that part of the story because it was a morning, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, 
Well, there's also, you know, sometimes I talk with family members about this. There's a mourning of what there is, mm. but there's also a mourning of what you thought the rest of life was going to be. Right. There's a double mourning. Yeah. And sometimes there's a triple mourning. There's a mourning of the, the past that you wanted to fix. So there's a triple phase mourning going on in that moment. It's hard to deal with that. So instead you go, dad, do this. But in reality, you have to get a pull back and then let yourself feel those feelings. And let the, and then you know what? Surprise, surprise. Sometimes things do change. Sometimes your parents yep. come around. I think being the example, leading by example as much as possible is all that we can do in this world. And before we wrap up, Dr. V, just let everyone know the inspiration behind your brand new book, which I'm super excited about, Healing Before You're Cured, and where everyone can find you online. Wow. Well, the book is, you know, it's for everybody who's listening because it's my goal is to give you a system that you can put into place that all, you know, these are all evidence-based techniques that you can use and they're simple to do, to put in place, to try to get momentum going in your life in the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual areas of your life, if any of them are not up to par, by quickly going to that section, doing that work. And the book is available in ebook, print, and on audiobook through Amazon. So you can find it there, Healing Before You're Cured. Or right now, if you want to get on our email list, that actually will give you a free email course. You can text HEAL to 345-345, the word HEAL, not H-E-E-L, but H-E-A-L. <laughs> I get that too. <laughs> yeah. So HEAL as in healing, but just HEAL to 345-345. You'll get on our list. Or you can go to RoyVMD.com. Roy V is in Victor, MD.com. It'll go right to our free email course. And so you have a lot of ways and to access some really good information. I'm very grateful that you asked us to come on here and I'm really, really happy to meet you and talk with you. I'm so grateful to have you. This has been an amazing couple of hours just getting deep into why we do what we do and how we can heal our bodies, mind, body, and spirit. So thank you so much oh, for being here. Thank you. You're welcome too. All right, Food Heals Nation, we are continuing our cancer healing series over the next few weeks with some incredible stories and journeys of people overcoming cancer and how they did it. So stay with us right now because you're going to hear a preview of what's to come. But first, one thing we all need for cancer prevention is tools in our health and wellness toolbox. One of my tools for ultimate health, boosting my immune system and preventing disease is Organifi. They have all kinds of products that I love, like the green juice, the red juice, but I am beyond obsessed with the Organifi Gold. It is loaded with turmeric, ginger, reishi, turkey tail, mushrooms, lemon balm, and more. And turkey tail is something that studies are showing in humans and animals. It can reverse cancer. And it is one of the um, supplements that my precious angel Charlotte was taking. And all of Organifi's products are 100% vegan and organic, which is why they're called Organifi, but is also why I love them so much. They are gluten-free, soy-free, and keto-friendly. But back to the gold, it contains many powerful ingredients to help you be calm. The Organifi Gold contains so many powerful ingredients to help you keep calm and have a more restful sleep so you can wake up refreshed. The ingredients can help soothe sore muscles and support your joints. Yes, please. It is so easy to make. I just take one scoop, put it in hot water, and sometimes I'll add oat milk to make like a creamy golden milk type of latte and drink it shortly after dinner. And it helps me relax and it tastes 
really sweet. <laughs> it tastes really good. It has been a game changer for me and my busy schedule when I'm trying to wind down at the end of the day and not be thinking, thinking, thinking. It's kind of my go-to and it's a real treat. The best part is that Organifi has a special offer for Food Heals Nation listeners so you can try it for yourself. Go to Organifi.com, use the coupon code FOODHEALS and you'll get 20% off your first order. Try it. Let me know how you like it. All right, next up, we are previewing some of the amazing cancer healing stories coming your way over the next few episodes of Food Heals. The reason cancer exists is because something's out of balance. It's possible to find what's out of balance, right the ship, get it back in balance, and then the person's going to be okay. When I say food kills cancer, what I'm saying is that's a part of the equation. The other part of the equation is everybody has to go on the journey to find out where they're out of balance and what needs to be put back in balance. If you stay in that grieving, crying episode too long, then your body starts to remember it. And as you wake up the next day, your body's remembering, oh, I'm supposed to be grieving. And it goes on this cellular memory now instead of a choice, a thinking memory. So it's really important to grieve, let it out, and then find something to shift that mood and find something that will lighten up your mood. You let go of the negative, and then you bring in something positive. When I found out, I was just like, no. Okay, accepting it, but then realizing there's things that I can do. I knew that I needed to raise my vibration. Mm -hmm. I needed to be around people who uplifted me, elevated me, do things that I love to do, and find ways to, you know, through different modalities on how to heal myself. Just keeping a positive outlook and a positive attitude. Like, hey, I have no hair, but I'm like 10 pounds skinnier than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> Doctor so-and-so. <laughs> Since you're telling me that there's no hope, how does it hurt us if we try vitamin C therapy? So we began doing that, and sure enough, every time they measured the tumor markers, they were getting smaller and smaller. The you know Western oncologist was baffled. He was like, wow. This really is working. So first surgery, surgery doesn't work, we have chemo, we have radiation, da 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 And I was like, do you know, excuse me gentlemen, do you know the cause of my disease? Blonde dumb is, ask, the, the <laughs> dumb, dumb is asking about the cause. The dumb blonde is going to, you know the cause of my disease? Right, can you imagine? <laughs> okay. And then they, they laughed at me and they said, you know, if we knew the cause of, of cancer, it would have Nobel Prize, ha ha ha, yeah? I mean, today, I know there was a guy who actually got the Nobel Prize, Otto Warburg in 1928 That's or right. 20, 26 if I'm wrong. He actually said cancer thrives in acidic environment. Right. Okay, cancer thrives in anaerobic environment, environment that does not have oxygen. Cancer prevention above everything is increased water supply and oxygen. Nothing can live in an oxygenated environment that is not meant to be there. Mm -hmm. So cancer is one of those. Cancer cells, we all have cancer cells, but when they start to mutate, it's because you're compromised in some way. So I looked into getting oxygen into the bloodstream, mm -hmm. how I could do that. So not running faster or exercising more extremely, just getting out there more and also in an environment that was clean air. The ultimate goal is to create an environment internally and an internal environment where cancer cannot thrive. Do everything in your power to heal. Take massive action to change your life. 
That's exactly why we do this show, Chris. Yeah. I think we're done. I think we're done. Yeah. No, just kidding. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're out. Mic drop. <laughs> These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to change their status update from hashtag blessed to hashtag OMG even more blessed than yesterday, hashtag loving life. If you experience any of these symptoms, make sure to tweet a Kardashian immediately.